Interwoven podcast. I hope you're having a lovely day today. My name is Kristen, which I haven't been on this before, um, but I am currently the volunteering with InterVarsity Prince George and as well as helping out with being the social media manager for the um, BC Provincial page, which has been quite a fun job. Um, today I have with you my good brother in Christ, but also my brother-in-law, Justin. So Justin, he has been quite around the block from Alberta to um, up north in Houston and Terrace area, attend, uh, helping out with Bible camps and going to Bible school at Peace River Bible Institute. But he's also been to and recently just studying at Vancouver Island University. Um, and it's just currently in between right now. He's just, yeah, saving up to return back to school and I'm kind of just in that stage of figuring out what to do. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm doing pretty fantastic, Kristen. I, uh, how are you? I'm doing quite well. It has been a very good day. And so, yeah, Justin, I've also heard you have a meme page too. What's that uh, meme page called that has that's quite a uh, quite a number of followers? <laughs> that's at the Prince of Meme Egypt, based on the Prince of Egypt movie. I started it while I was in Bible school, um, or actually just after Bible school, going on a trip to the Holy Lands, to Egypt and Israel. And right after that, I realized that uh, I was bored in the house, in the house board, and I had to do something. So I started making Christian memes, and it was just, I happened to uh, have just returned from Egypt. Very interested in the Prince of Egypt film, and it's good art. I love it. And yeah, feel free to check it out. My goal with that is to kind of unload a little bit. Uh, just like different things that experience in church and with the Bible, and also just to preach the gospel wherever I can, get people thinking about that, get thinking about God and the Bible and all my favorite things. That's the Prince of Meme Jukta on Instagram. Yeah. Stuff to, <laughs> and to something with uh, college and whatnot. Yeah, and like um, something like I've always been encouraged by your account is just how open you are with creating discussions for people to, yeah, just have really open and honest discussion about like scripture and the Bible and about where people are at. It's just been, yeah, very cool to see and um, something I think is rare, especially on the internet when often discussions are shut down with, you know, opinions and yeah, people kind of throwing comments left, right and center. Yeah, I've, uh, I've noticed there's a place, there's a place for teaching. We like to focus on that a lot in the church, um, just kind of a one-way information unload, you know, but it's mm-hmm. it's very good to uh, get people's perspectives and whatnot, so just kind of try to get the discussion going and, and let them talk, and yeah, I really enjoy that uh, when it comes to studying the Bible and just like, you know, hearing hearing people's perspectives on it. We're, we're one body, mm. so it'd be cool to dive in today and... Uh, to get some of your thoughts on on what we what I'm learning about as well. Yeah, yeah, and that brings up the question of the hour. Like, what have been some things you've been learning in script, scripture recently? A lot, a lot has been uh, been uh, shown to me recently. Um, this last year, I was in school at VIU. I did eventually have to drop out of the school to work. I was doing well at that for a little bit, but then uh, tragedy had struck, and I quite literally struck another vehicle with my van while I was at work. 
Mm. Um, so I lost my means of transportation and I lost my job because that was the way I would, I was working for uh, Amazon there. You had to use your own vehicle for that. So December and January of this year were like really the, the times I was hardest hit by this whole last year and whatnot. And I wasn't able to work. I wasn't able to, you know, get around just kind of sitting there, like losing money Hmm. for a while. And, um, but I was reading, I was reading in uh, Deuteronomy and that really connected with me a lot. I do love Deuteronomy anyway, but especially this year um, in Deuteronomy chapter one and chapter two. So chapter one, we see, this kind of recap of where of what God has been doing in the lives of the Israelites. It says in verse 31 of chapter 1, In the wilderness you saw how the Lord your God carried you, just as a man carries his son, in all the way which you have walked until you came to this place in the, in the promised, uh, promised land, or just on the brink of the promised land. And then in chapter 2, this is the one that really, really struck me. Chapter 2, verse 7 of Deuteronomy the Lord your God has blessed you in all that you have done. He has known your wandering through this great wilderness. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you. You have not lacked a thing. And even when I was in that space of, you know, losing money and having no money, I, I even bought a second van to try and get that job back, and that van broke. And then I had to buy another car on top of that and to try to search for a job. It's, it's honestly, I was, I was richer in seventh grade. Like uh, things have not really been this, uh, this far, uh, down financially for me at the same time, I had never felt like more provided for mm. by God, because even in the wilderness, even when I had nothing, uh, I still had something. I still had a relationship with God. I still had food. I still had shelter. I was able to scrape up enough for rent that month. And even if I had not had that, um, and I've talked to a lot of homeless people and their perspective is, is really kind of what Jesus talks about in, in Matthew about uh, the birds of the air that they do not sow or reap. They don't have jobs. You know, I didn't have a job. Birds of the air don't have jobs. Um, but they have our heavenly father feeds them. And that was so powerful to me knowing that even though, even when I had nothing, I I really had everything because I had the breath of God in my lungs. I have just this beautiful creation that he's, he's made for us. The fact that I exist, that's, that's provision. That's, that's a miracle right there. Mm. And yeah, so God cares about me and with that knowledge, I, like I, I really did not have to worry at all about my situation because there's a, there's power in the not in the losing of things that really, that really makes you appreciate just your very existence um, and relationship with the father. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's uh that's kind of the main gist of it. Just the, the promises in Deuteronomy and in the Sermon on the Mount there about the cure for anxiety. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble for its own. Hmm. 
Yeah. And I think too, like something that I've never really noticed about those verses, like in the um, Deuteronomy 2, 7, like it talks about how like God knows you when you're wandering. And like that, that's just such a cool verse. Cause I think often we, we feel like when we're lost or we're, we're just at a position in life where we don't know what to do or, um, you know, like you're a position, right. Where it's like, you know, God, like, do you, do you see me in my moment of distress? Do you, do you see like the, the anxieties and the worry and even sometimes the doubt that can creep up. Right. And I just, yeah, I really love that where it's like, no, like God does know you in, in the wandering and in, in the doubting and like, yeah, he, he carries you through that. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that really applies to all areas of our life, not just our, not just our hard times, but you especially notice it in your hard times mm-hmm. because that's, that, that tends to be like, all you have, you, 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 you realize what you have. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like you mentioned, um, like the anxieties that can get brought up, you know, when, you know, when, when we're at a point where we're, we are really looking like, how are we going to pay for rent, rent next week? Like what, what were some of the practical ways that you work through that in prayer? Like not, not in asking for things, but just like in my prayer life, just talking to God about it is be like, I'm in this situation. Thank you for this situation. Mm. Um, because I didn't realize what I didn't realize this before I had the situation. And you know, a lot of, a lot of my prayers were like, Oh man, I'm angry. Like <laughs> how come, how come I'm in this situation mm. and how do I get out of this situation? Maybe I'll never get out of the situation. God, is this, is this just the end? Like what, what, what are you doing? But yeah, I mean, and honestly, those are those are a lot of my prayers. Like, just what, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in that in that wrestling and in that losing of things that I think we find a deeper, deeper connection to to God than if it was just like, oh man, yeah, thank you that everything in my life is perfect and mm. I never have any problems and you know just because I'm such a good, like that's, that's transactional. That's transactional uh, relationship rather than a relationship relationship with God. Hmm. Like conflict really builds up beauty and uh, there's beauty in the struggle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. How have you, how have you experienced that? Yeah. Oh man, I think even for myself, like you mentioned, like really taking the time in prayer to be honest before God. Um, Yeah, kind of like what you said, even, you know, just having those times to be like, God, like, why are you doing this? Like, I don't understand. And um, I once heard someone say like something about prayer that I've always like really taken into my prayer life. Like prayer isn't about being true of God, but it's about being honest with him Um, Mm. and kind of having that. Amen. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, especially cause you know, I think sometimes when we are praying to God, right. Like we, th- there's almost an element where we feel like we have to say the right thing and, you know, be like, yes, like I am like theologically correct when I, when I say like God is good. Right. Um, but I think that there's an element of prayer that like Jesus calls us into and well, yeah, not just Jesus, but even the Psalmist, right. Where, you know, the Psalmist are like, Lord, like, this is how I'm feeling. Like, I wish my enemies 
you know, that their heads would be dashed against rock, right? Like that's not polite yeah. language, right? But it's no, honest. No, no. <laughs> you couldn't preach you couldn't preach a sermon like that. No, uh, but it's if the psalmist you're dead, right? Yeah, the psalmist the psalmist know the heart of God is is he's way more interested in our honesty and in our humanness and in our repentance and mm-hmm. um yeah, just crying out to him rather than our good moral performance. Mm-hmm. Like he, he wants our good moral performance. Don't, like he wants our holiness, but he, but that's what's more important to him is that we are his. And in that way, he makes us holy. Amen. Yeah. And I think that that truth that we are his like that allows us to be honest. Um Earlier this evening, I was I had the opportunity to um, chat with some young ladies about what it means, even you know, in marriage to just that that duality of marriage that there there's one element where like you really start to see your sin within it, but then there's the other element um, where you're able to see that because you know that you are loved and accepted by that person. You, you're able to be who you are and work on through that with them in the security that you were loved, right? And I think that's true when we know that truth of God. Like we, yeah, like we are loved and accepted by him and we're able to be honest about, you know, the reality of our, our, our nature as humans, right? Like that we do mess up and that we do struggle and we get into some tricky car accidents that, you know, turn our lives around, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the kindness of God that leads us repentance mm-hmm. so that, that i don't know maybe, maybe that ties into what you're saying <laughs> yeah anyways i think that yeah i think that really like ties really like, a bow on it um do you, would you have any closing comments for our, our listeners today yeah i mean there's a lot of scripture that's encouraged me there's a lot of just like life experiences just like where i have been provided for that have encouraged me and not even just like knowing that I'm provided for like physically, but just like the fact that I'm there, mm-hmm. the fact that we're still here is, mm-hmm. is a miracle. The fact that you are still here is a miracle. You are loved. You are, you are valuable. You are accepted in the father. Um, I would say um, Proverbs 23, 18 says that surely there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. So even in your darkest, the deepest, darkest moments that you can be at, I've been in a lot of those moments of depression and um, suicidal thoughts and just like sorrow from just like, you know, the state of the world and uh, different things in my life. Know that God is that God is there with you. He's in that with you. He's not, um, he's not a God who's far off. He is, he is right by your side and he has ensured that there is a future and that there is a hope. And if we're Christians, that hope is in Jesus Christ, that one day he will make this whole, this whole world new. Hmm. Um, and, you know, this, all, the, all the struggles will have been worth it. All the trials will have been worth it. There's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope, <laughs> hope on the other side. So Amen. That's, I don't know. That's what's encouraged me. So I hope that can encourage somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think even, even just hearing that, I know that even encourages me. So yeah, thank you so much, Justin, for for chatting with me and um, for sharing part of your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Yeah. So this has been the Interwoven Podcast. Like it was said before, you can um, check out Justin's meme page at the Prince of Meme Ship, which we will post in our Instagram. Um, and yeah, and also check out our Instagram. That's at BCIVCF. Through the Instagram, you can get updated on the modules that we're doing as well as, um, yeah, we're posting uh, different spiritual disciplines as well um, on the page so you can learn more about how, yeah, how can we make our prayer lives fruitful and, um, yeah, really get the most out of them. So yeah, hope you have a lovely day. Bye.